This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. How to update and support URL parameters in Alpine. JS, by Raymond Camden. I think most of my readers know, when I get an idea in my head, I tend to go pretty deep into it. A few days ago, I blogged about updating and supporting URL parameters with JavaScript. That post itself was an update to an earlier post demon straighting how to do it with Vue.js. For this last post on the topic, probably, I'm going to demonstrate how it could be done with Alpine. JS. A quick note before I start. The demonstration application I've built is incredibly simple and works just fine without any additional framework. I really like Alpine, but I would not use it in such a simple example. That being said, I added it to my application for demonstration purposes and I hope that clarification makes sense. If not, just reach out. The initial application, I'm going to cheat a bit and steal some of the text, images from both the old view post and the one from a few days ago. Here's our application in its default state. There's a list of items that consist of people, cats, and a dog. Each item has a name and type. On top, there are filters for the name and type. If you enter any text, the items that match the name, ignoring case, will be shown. If you select one or more of the types, only those matching will be shown. Here's how I built this with Alpine. First, the HTML if you aren't familiar with Alpine, just pay attention to the bits as they give you a clue as to what's going on. One of the things I like about Alpine is that I think a person with no knowledge at all about the framework could look at that and get a basic idea of what's going on. My form fields make use of for two-way binding, and the results are handled via inside my unordered list. Now for the JavaScript skip past the hard-coded set of data and note the actual Alpine implementation. It's mostly done by listening for changes to the name and type filter. Both will fire off the same method. That method then updates the list of items we render based on your filters. You can see this in action below. https colon slash slash codepen.io slash cfyatamaster slash pen slash kkgexag question mark embeddable equals true now let's get to the fancy version. The updated application. As stated in the last blog post, we need to do two things when a person filters in any way. Update the URL to reflect the filter. When the application loads, check the URL to see if filters were supplied. Let's begin with the first requirement, updating the URL. Luckily we mostly use the exact same code. First, in, we add a call to. Here's that new function this ends up being a bit simpler than the JavaScript version but basically follows the same pattern. Check each filter and update the query string based on the values there. Now let's look at how we can handle existing URL parameters. We will do this in or method we begin by creating a new object and checking for each possible filter. Setting the is simple, but is an array. We can get that easily enough, if it exists, biasing the method, and that's it. As before, you can't really demo this on CodePen, but I did Makayone here. HTTPS colon slash slash CodePen.io slash CFYetamaster slash pen slash Zymamph. Instead, test it out there https colon slash slash cf jedi master dot github dot io slash webdemos slash history slash alpine underscore history dot html dot test an example with stuff already filtered https colon slash slash cf jedi master dot github dot io slash webdemos slash history slash alpine underscore history question mark filter equals y and type filter equals person info also published here thank you for listening to this hackernoon story read by artificial intelligence. Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.